Welcome to freescripturebooks.org. My name is Jeff, the knowledge of God. We're teaching on the, the judgments of God. This one's the judgment seat of Christ. This is part two on those who, who uh, every man is given once to die, then face judgment. Uh, there's going to be a day of judgment of Christ. He's going to judge all those who are in Christ Jesus. Jesus himself is going to be our judge on how well and what we did with what he has given us. And so we talked about uh, this last episode, uh, we, you know, we talked about making sure that whatever you build on the foundation, that it's in the glory, for the glory of God that we're doing what he's telling us to do rather than selfish ambition, making sure it's in, in love and not uh, self-will, making sure it's according to God's will and not our will, according to God's way and not our way and according to God's timing and not our timing. So now let's look at um, the talents. This is, this is a parable that Jesus gave. We um, it's found in Matthew chapter 25, verses 14 and 30. It's kind of long, so I don't know if I'll read this whole thing or not. But uh, you can download this, this, this uh, outline, and you can also read it yourself. For it is just like a man about to go on a journey who called his, uh, his own slaves and trusted his possessions to him. To one he gave five talents, to another two, and to one... Uh, to another one and according to his own ability and he went on a journey immediately the one who had received the five talents went and traded them and gave five more talents in the same manner the one who had received two talents gained two more but he who received one talent went away and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money now after a long time the master of those slaves came and settled among uh, accounts with them the one who had received five talents came up and brought five more talents saying master you entrusted five talents to me see i've gained five more talents his master said to him well done good and faithful slave you were faithful of a few things i'll put you in charge of many things enter into the joy of your master also the one who had received one, two talents came up and said master you entrusted me two talents to me so i've gained two more talents his master said to him well done good and faithful slave you were faithful of a few things, so I'll put you in charge of many things. Enter the joy of your master. And the one also who had received the one talent came up and said, Master, I know you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. And I was afraid and went away and hid your talent in the ground. See you have what is yours. Be as... But his master answered and said to him, You wicked, lazy slave. You knew what I reap and where I did not sow and gather where I scattered no seed. Then you ought to have brought my money to the bank on my arrival. And on my arrival, I would have received my money back of interest. Therefore, take away the talent from him and give it to the one who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more shall be given. And the one who has abundance, but from one who does not have, even that what he does have shall be taken away. Throughout the worth of slave into the outer darkness in that place where there be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So what is this talent? You know, I could teach you several different ways and all of them be correct. You know, I like to call a lot of things like the, you know, Family Feud is a game show here in America where they're trying to guess the most, uh, um, the, the, the best answer to a question. There can be seven answers to a question, all of them correct, but there's just a, a better answer. And so th same thing here is, is I'm going to give a better answer, I believe, on, on these talents and what they represent. Because many times you're, you're probably taught that these are talents like giftings you have, talent to preach or talent to in music or a talent in engineering or whatever and how well you use those talents and of course we know talents in this context is money and i can teach on that as well that we're going to be judged based on what we do with our money that god is not looking for more gold and more silver silver because he has plenty if you read the book of revelation you find out that he you know he doesn't need more gold and silver but anyway so let's talk about these talents what god has given us 
And I'm going to go with the traditional teaching of, of that he's given us certain giftings that we are to do or we are to develop, that we are to go out and, and increase. Because no matter how good you are at something, even if you're innately, inherently born with something, you're good at it, even basketball, you know you've got to practice. Everybody who's made it to major league basketball, they may have been good out, out you know, in the beginning, but they had to practice and practice to really craft and to become the best of the best. And so the same thing with us, even though we may have a gifting from the beginning and people can see it, if we don't practice, then we won't be uh, good when it, we won't be professional. I remember when I can go bowling, you know, the first game, I'm, I'm pretty good. The second game, I'm really great. Third game, I'm okay. But if I do any more than that, I start going down here real kick, quick because I can't be consistent because I don't practice. And so even though I may be able to compete with some of the good ones some of the, uh, towards the professionals, but after three games, they're just going to leave me. If they're going to just do an average of games, I'm just going to be lost because by the fourth game, I'm, I'm not doing so well because I don't practice. And so that's the same thing with everything. Even if you're gifted with something, unless you practice, you just won't multiply. You just won't double what God has given you. So one guy was given five talents and doubled to ten. One guy was given two talents, doubled to four. And one guy was given one talent, and instead of doing anything with it, he went and buried it because uh, he, he feared he had the wrong um, idea of, of who God is. So one thing we need to know is this, if you, you either use it or lose it. You know, it's about practice, you know. If you don't use it, you will lose it. Even if you were good two years, two years ago, you know, even riding a bike, I said, once you learn to bike, you never forget. Well, certainly you don't forget, but I, you know, when I was younger, I was able to take a bike and jump ramps and do all kinds of things. But after 20 years of not riding a bike, getting on it, I even had to be careful. But I didn't, you know, didn't fall over. I mean, I could still ride it, but there was, I certainly wasn't stable enough to, to jump those ramps. So I had to, you know, stir myself up, so to speak, and learn how to ride a bike again. So what is, you know, what is a, your excuse that you're not doubling your talents or not using what God has, has given you? I mean, one of the big reasons I think people don't use their talent is because it comes easy to them and think and they think if it's easy, then it can't be from God. Or if it's easy, I can't charge from it because work should only be by the sweat of the brow, which is part of the curse. But God actually gives us gifts so that so that it is easy. My yoke is, is easy. My burden is light that we can actually take those yokes and know it's God and not of, and not of ourselves and go do those things. And, you know, not that it's not hard because just, you know, doing it day in and day out, like I was talking about bowling, that is hard. Being consistent is hard. You know, being a person of character is difficult. But but if we give ourselves to the talents that God has given us so he can grow our talents rather than us trying to grow our gifts and even gifts we don't have, then we'd be beneficial. You know how many people try to be in gifts that they don't have and people try to go on to American Idol or different shows or do different jobs that they're not gifted at they're wasting their time so their talent that they have is buried somewhere and they're not doing the very thing that god has called them to do and so if you live your whole life that way and you end up in heaven you know because you put your trust in jesus christ but you bury you know you didn't do anything or halfway done something then you're not going to receive that great of reward or if one at all you're going to take a loss i think if right now i think about wheel of fortune which is a game in america where they try to fill out, uh, figure out these word puzzles, and you know this, and uh, at the end, the person who wins out of three people, they get to go to the grand prize. They get they get to choose something they don't quite know yet what it is, and and then they get to choose some letters to guess what this puzzle is. And if they figure it out, then they go back with the host of the show and they open this envelope to find what prize they win. But the thing is, even if they lose, they go back and find what prize it is. So if they 
don't figure out the phrase, they find out they lost $50,000. I was one that uh, one day saw in there, one guy didn't win it and found out he could have won a million dollars if he would have solved the prize, but he saw the loss because he didn't finish the phrase. And so the same thing, we're probably gonna, we're gonna see loss because we didn't finish the race because we didn't do what God has called us to do. We halfway did it, we three quarters did it, but we didn't finish it. And so God's not gonna pay for a half finished job. We're not rewarded for a partly finished job. So what is, what is uh, our excuse? What is your excuse? What is my excuse for only doing half the job? Uh, do we blame God? Do you blame God? Because uh, God, if I had more opportunity, you know, God, if I lived in a, in a country that afforded me this, God, if I didn't have the persecutions, God, if I didn't have people looking down on me, God, I don't like this gift. God, if you would have given me that gift, God, if you would have made me more beautiful, God, if you would have given me more money, God, if you would have given me a greater education. There's all kinds of reasons we may bury a gift and not uh, develop it. Uh, do you blame a lack of opportunity? What I was talking about. So you're born in a house that you couldn't go to college. So is that your reason you're not doing what God's called to do? If you're a writer, why didn't you go to college? Well, there's a, plenty of people that were dropped out of college and people didn't go to college that are now famous authors and are good at, the, at their what they're called to do. Is it too hard? Trying to save what little you have. A lot of people try to do that. They'd love to give themselves to what God has called them to do, but because... They have other things. They want to do other things. They want to go out and have recreation all the time. They want to go out and be entertained all the time. Or just the cares of this world, the cares of this life. They do and they never get around to doing what God has actually gifted them to do. What they long to do, but they won't take time to do it. Fear of failure. A lot of times people just don't want to fail. You know, I failed at everything else, so I certainly don't want to fail on something I lose. Because I mean, fail at something I love. Because if I fail at what I love, then I may not love it anymore. I mean, that's a real fear. I don't want to fail at something I love because then I failed at everything. Well, you know, anything we do without God, we're going to fail at it anyway. And even if God has given us, part of growing is failure. Part of growing is finding out, you know, fine-tuning it. You know, even if you're called to be a teacher, doesn't mean you're called to be a teacher, an educational teacher or a math teacher. You might be called a science teacher. Or me, I'm called to be a Bible teacher, but I couldn't teach anything else. I know computers pretty well, but I really couldn't teach that because it just doesn't energize me. It just doesn't, you know, but when it comes to Bible, I can, so, so if I try to do being a teacher any other way, my dad was a teacher, my grandma was a teacher. So if I were to try to do what they did, I would have miserably failed because that's just not where I was inclined to do. But God saved it for me to be a Bible teacher. So fail failure. Or, so the reward is the joy of the Lord and more resources. So here's the reward. He's telling us what the reward in this one is joy, the joy of the Lord, which is our strength, and more resources. And even now, even now, here's people that double their talents. So you're talking about five talents, and they doubled their work. They doubled the amount they're doing, you know, and, and, and so they get more resources. To whom much is given, much is required, and uh, God expects us. And if you've only been given one talent, many times we're looking at people, I wish I had those talents. I wish I had more talents. I wish I had more people. Because there seems to be some people out there that can do almost everything. And even then, but, it, but that's not even true because even then they're being held back because we need to work with one another. God has put it all on the body and we need to help one another. And so we have all have our place. None of us can do it all alone. If we try, we're, we're not going to ever be as, as fruitful and as big as we can be if we do it together. You may have a you know a part to play that that you can walk that you can double your talents helping me and I might be in a, you know in a place which I have been where I could use my talents and multiplying some you know help multiply somebody else because that's where God has called me. 
So if we want the reward, which is the joy of the Lord, which is the most important thing, but also more resources. And, and with these resources in heaven, well, I guess we'll just have to find out. Uh, there's another one. Uh, uh, tomorrow we're going to talk about, uh, the next episode we're going to talk about minus. And so that's a different reward. It seems like the same type of parable, and it kind of based on the same things, but there's a different reward. And so, uh, freescripturebooks.org. Be blessed.